Well, welcome back to another steaming, piping, scorching hot episode of Some Like It Hot. And so we are about halfway through uh, part two of season one. And I wanted to make sure that the balance was good. And so I'm trying to have different types of guests from all walks of life, um, nationalities, beliefs, and gender. And so, of course, I said, I need to have a woman on. I need a woman who I know, a woman who can bring some levity, um, and a woman who I feel a lot of the people who know me on Twitch would love to get to know better. And so, the time has come. And also thanks to you guys asking for the time to come <laughs> for me to introduce a good friend of mine, the funny honey. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> now, <laughs> I I call her a lot of different names. So there's a possibility throughout this interview I may say Queen. <laughs> and that's because her gamer tag is NBK Queen. But on Twitch and on Instagram, she is mostly known as the funny honey, yes? Yes. Okay. So how did you end up with that name? How did you craft that name? Um, it's really simple. Um, because I was like, I don't even know what to put my name as. Honestly, I should have put it as the same as my gamer tag. Why did I think of that? I have no idea. Um, what so do people think I, when they hear you, when they, like, when they come to, do they ask you, like, what, why'd you name yourself the funny honey? You know, no, no one has ever asked me that before. And I'm, that's a good question. I, you're right. You know, I, now that I think about it, that name has been with me for, for a long time. I won't say how many years, but a long time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. So now when we met, um, I don't know if I met you on blog TV or if I met you through playing on Gears. I'm pretty sure it was definitely Gears. Okay. I want to say I met you through somebody else, but... That's possible. I Maybe I can't Dade. remember. I don't know. Yeah. It could have been Dave. It could have been a couple other guys that I don't no longer even speak to. Right. Um, but... <laughs> Well, no, because we, we, okay, so for, for people who are listening that don't know what we're talking about, and that could be a few, um, we are gamer girls, we are both on Twitch, uh, but prior to Twitch even being in existence, we used to play Gears of War 2 online. Um, yeah, 360 style. <laughs> right, right, Xbox 360, and so that's, I believe that is how we met, and then of course I was like, oh, I have this, I do this and that, and I, I'm sure... Uh, the more rambunctious version of myself was like, come to my Facebook, come to my, you know, and so that's how we linked <laughs> up. Um, and then over time, it grew into a friendship. Mm -hmm. And yep. so one of the things that happened for first, a lot of the people who know you from Twitch, what they don't know is when you were mostly MBK queen or queen. Right. Right. Um, that was around the time that I had a website and I haven't talked about it at all during this entire season of um, Some Like It Hot, but that's just because, you know, I move on. You know, everything right. has a reason for a season. The season's past. I've moved on. But because you and I had such a strong connection through doing ChaseMeBaby.com, being on the <coughs> website, it's important for people to know that's part of our friendship because when I used to do my site, I did interviews. I did um 
just all kinds of features, music videos, everything, you know, all kinds of stuff was going on on there. And one of the things that I wanted to do was to highlight the best of all of my friends that were having or taking part in the website. And one of the things that you were really great at, and you're still great at, you do it different now, but you were, you're very good at cooking. You love to cook. You have a passion mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. And so we started Queen's Kitchen. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. I think on my Facebook, you know how it gives you a memory when you log in, it'll be like, oh, this was eight years ago or whatever, so many years ago. And there's a picture of me, you know, and it says Queen's Kitchen. I was like posing or something. I was like, oh my God, I remember that. That was fun. Right. It first, <laughs> it first started out where you were just I think you were doing videos. So you, it started, I mean, I think we still have some of them on YouTube where, I mean, these were basic level, like oh nothing like what people do now, <laughs> but this is back then when it was all just bubbling up and beginning. And yeah. so this was just your how to, and you made like cookies and, and other things. And then, um, and then we were like, okay, let's step it up in the next year. And we're going to make a cookbook. And it was Queen's Kitchen Cookbook. And, I remember it was kind of hard because you are a very driven person. People that don't know you that come to your Twitch channel, they don't know that that you've been working for this this company. Should I say housing company or a property management company? Property yeah. management. Co- oh, excuse, oh, excuse me. Okay, she that's said the, that's sh- the technical term. <laughs> she shut me down. She took her tea to her mouth with a pinky and was like, "Property management, honey, <laughs> get it right." And so, but yes, so she's in property management company. And so you're very busy. So what we did was we split the difference. I would do most of the fielding for the the cookbook recipes. And then Mm -hmm. we, you know, we would give, you know, uh, props to whoever's recipe it was. And then there were a few hand selected by you. And then we put this whole thing together. I remember like that was something I really wanted for you. But I want to ask you, and this might seem awkward to ask you this now, but I think we've talked about it before. Now, when when all that was going on, I know that there was something personal that happened, and we'll dive into that later. I, I want to know what your vision was, because my vision for you was I wanted you to be the, like the next Martha Stewart. That's the uh, God's honest <laughs> truth. That's what I wanted. No, no, that's what I wanted. But I want to know where you were coming from. How did you feel about all of it at the time, if you could put yourself back in those shoes back then? Um, I think for me, it was, it was kind of like a hobby. It was something that I enjoyed doing on the side. I never like pictured it being like something that was like turned into something big or, or, you know, taken over into, I guess, full time in my life. But I was just going with the flow. I was having fun and, you know, I loved working with you. And so it was just like one of those things like, oh, this is what I do on the side, you know, and and like I said, kind of like a hobby. Right. And you were smart to keep doing what you were doing in property management because now you are, you've climbed the echelon. Yes. Yes. And she's very successful in her own right. Now we won't, we won't, you know, say too much about that. We'll keep your... your um secret identity a secret but <laughs> but um but yes in the daytime she's very clark kent ish um she works in an office and she's making that bread and then mm-hmm. in the nighttime you switch over and you become funny honey i'm the nerd no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no no she's a really good first person shooter gamer that's mostly what you play um, right and we're gonna get into those as well but yeah so just just 
circling back around to when we work together. So for those of you that may actually know us, I'm gonna we're gonna do a little personal moment. So in I, I want to say 20, uh, 2012. I want to say the beginning of 2012 was when things fell apart. Not just for you and I, but for everything, the business, everything. And part part of that was I had my own personal uh, medical issues and, and family issues. And then you had something going on as well. You were um, in a relationship at the time. Right. And you had decided at that point that you were going to... I guess the best way to say is like you you wanted to put your focus into that relationship because you had invested many years and so right so you were gonna put your I wouldn't say put all of your eggs into a basket but certainly you were taking that basket wherever he was going (laughs) sure sure was girl I sure was I was literally planning my life around him and you know now that I look back at it I'm like why would I do that but it's like when you think you're in love with somebody it's just like you just lose all all thoughts and 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 things that are supposed to be sensible you know Mm -hmm. and so without cutting to the bone and trying to sound jaded because i'm not we're so beyond that and we have totally different lives now um so i don't want the listeners to be like oh she's oh she's not at her no 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 i'm just so you guys get a clear picture of how we went from there to here so um you and your ex at the time he was going basically he was getting stationed uh away he was getting stationed i'll just say abroad we won't have to say where but he was getting stationed Mm -hmm. abroad and you were under the uh belief that you were going to possibly be going with him correct is that wrong no girl i was under the belief that i was going with oh okay (laughs) all right i assumed and you know what we had talked about and what our plans were I was going with him. All right. I just wanted to make sure I'm on the right path. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so, so at the time, uh, what happened was, um, she was under the belief she was going to be going with him. And at the time I was literally losing my mind because I had all of this work. I was just inundated with just all this work and I was losing, uh, people I worked with that, you know, I thought were there for me. They weren't there for me. And all of a sudden they left me with just like the bag, you know, not, not the good kind of bag, not like the bag I can go shopping with, (laughs) just the bag. And then they, um, basically the situation I was in, and I won't say people's names, but you will know, we've had a couple of people we worked with on the site that were not, you could not count on (laughs) to get anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so (laughs) literally, Funny Honey was the only person I could count on on a regular basis. And then one day she was like, girl, I'm not going to be around for like a month or so. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> She's like, I'm oh going to go. I'm going to go away to wherever. And I'm going to be with him just because I think it's about to get real. And, you know, and I was like, oh, and I didn't to my credit, I didn't give you a hard time. I didn't. No, you didn't. No, not at all. I never said anything. Believe me, I was pulling my hair out, but I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was like, sure, girl, go on. Do you? Meanwhile, like the walls were just caving and no. crumbling around. <laughs> like it was a nightmare. My relationship, my house, like just everything and, and anything that bad that can happen. And the thing is, is, back then i i still don't really share my personal life now but back then it wasn't as 
um, common. This, like I said, this is early 2012, like real early 2012. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as common for people to share the negative in their life. They were just sharing only the positive, only the glamorous, only the the celebrations online. So I didn't, I never told anybody what I was going through, which probably, I mean, in one way it's good, but in another <coughs> way maybe who knows I could have gotten the help I needed. The, the extra hand or something but I didn't and so then you went away and it was just such a hard time for me that I completely shut down and then you and I didn't talk for like three years yeah it was a few years yeah it's just strange because I didn't reach out and then you went and you were with him and now you're not still with the same guy right so how do you ever do you ever <clears throat> feel any animosity towards your ex about the stuff that you may have given up or the choices you made for him absolutely i actually when i first started with the company that i'm working for right now i specifically told them i need a part-time position because i plan on moving away you know with my boyfriend at the time and so the company knew you know that at any moment I could be giving them notice to move that's how I was basing my life was around him and what he was doing because you know with the military you just you there's no choice you have to go wherever they say you know and 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 I was under the assumption that we were going to get married and blah 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 I live this happy life blah so yeah that then that you know then I was like okay I'm just going to take this job for a little bit and We'll see, you know, we'll see how long I'm here. And then, you know, things now, do you, changed. <laughs> do you feel like there was anything, like, if you were to look back now, and if there were some things you could change, and don't, and don't throw me in the mix just because we're on my, my show. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you if you could look back now, and there were things that you think, like, what's one thing you think, damn, I wish I... I wish I did that different if if I wasn't so in love with that person because I always I have those moments I feel like a lot of people have those moments so yeah yeah absolutely I mean the main thing I could think of off the top of my head right now is my job like I wish I would have because if I would have went part or full-time with my company then with now I probably would have had you know I probably would have been you know where I'm at right now sooner you know and I would have had more to show for I would have had you know more benefits more money saved or right. you know what I'm saying like more stuff and and I always look at the big picture this is just how I was brought up my father he always instilled in me you have to look at the big picture you may do this little thing right now but it's gonna affect you you know in in, in the future you know when it matters when it counts and so you know that would be my main thing is I should have just, I wish I would have been full time. I wish I just took on the position that I really wanted to take right. instead of taking on a part time leasing position with the company, you know, but I'm sure if I were to sit here and, and you know, and, and really think about it, there would be more than that. I mean, obviously friends, you included, like I, you know, I, I don't really have a lot of like close friends. I literally have maybe four close friends you included. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know when you when you are friends with somebody and then you like you have a falling out or whatever the case may be with sometimes sometimes things happen but we didn't even you know, we didn't even get a falling out we just right. stopped saying, talking it was so weird and life gets in the way and you don't talk to somebody but then you pick up where you know like no, no time has passed but i wish there wasn't that time so yes i do yeah. wish that too but the first thing that comes to my head yes would be i wish i would have just 
done what I wanted to do with my career the way I wanted to do it and not have a man in the way of that, mm-hmm. that decision. Mm-hmm. Well, no, and that's Long good. Story short. No, and that's good. And I, and, and I want to clarify for people who are listening that this isn't about dwelling <clears throat> on the past. It's about learning from it. And I think that you did very well because now you're doing better. You're making choices very differently now. I've, I noticed oh, that about you. Totally. And the thing is, is that so so your current situation is, you know, you're you have a nice home, nice car, wink, wink, and you (laughs) have a good, stable job. And then at night you are a Twitch streamer. So now we're going to get into some of your dating stuff later in the interview. But for now, I want to know what it's like um, being in a relationship and then turning on a camera and beaming people into your home for a few hours and sharing that that because you know we have we have our girlfriends who come to our streams but there's the, the guys that come and they call us yeah. honey well they call you honey mm-hmm. no matter what <laughs> yeah exactly but 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 yeah explain what it, how has it been in your relationship to be the funny honey um you know that's a good question um i'm very lucky to have the type of man that I have because he's like no other man I've ever been with. He's so understanding. He's so loving and caring and selfless. And, and he just supports me anything. If I told him I wanted to go, you know, jump off a bridge, he would support me. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but I'm just saying like, if I want to do something to most people stupid, but he would be support. I mean, obviously he wouldn't want me to jump off a bridge but if he wanted me to do something or if I wanted to do something he would support me you know he's also a gamer so that's one of the reasons like I really clicked with him was because you know he was a gamer so we had a lot in common when we first started talking and started dating and all that um but he was also a streamer um he actually was streaming before I even knew him before I didn't even know really know what twitch was he was already a streamer I mean he doesn't really have a lot of time for it now but um so he already knew what it was like and and he comes to my streams almost every night and you know he i'm sure he sees all my regular people and you know there have been times where i've gotten you know whispers or dms or whatever you want to call it from Mm -hmm. some from certain people and i tell them about it and you know i've had i'm not going to name any names but i've had guys Girl, I know jealous. all the names. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I know all the names. <laughs> they'll just get, you know, they'll get in their feelings if they know I have a boyfriend. It's like, yeah, I may not say that a lot on stream. And I feel like a lot of women do that because you don't want to scare somebody off or somebody like leave or whatever. But it's like, right. it's the reality. It's like, you know, you, okay, yeah, you have a man, but you know. Well, I always laugh don't... about it with my husband, which I don't mention on my, my podcast. And so for some people, they're like, oh. <gasps> what right now they're saying <gasps> but they would know that if they pay attention i mention him mm-hmm. randomly i don't rub it in people's faces and no i right. still you and i are very different in the sense that i'm extra flirtatious although you have your days sometimes i feel myself i'm be feeling myself but you know most days i'm just like normal and awkward <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that, but no but you and i we have we're, we're different in that in that sense and so I think sometimes people are like oh but you flirt with people you DM people you whatever private message people and then you do all these like sexy videos and I'm like yeah but that's part and parcel of who I am my husband knew what he was getting when he met me and I haven't right. changed I'm not going to change for him but also it's part of the deal and you know as long as he's aware of everything 
then it's above board. And he, I tell him everything, even the dick pics. I'm like, you want to see? Look, somebody sent me a dick pic. He's like, I don't want to see that. I'm like, I'm just letting you know they sent me a dick pic. So, and right. and the thing is, is that, um, you know, and and by the way, some of the names that we both know, they don't even they they oh they they'll act like they support us. You know, they'll oh I support uh-huh. you so much. Oh, I'm beautiful. Blah, blah blah blah. I guarantee they won't even hear this interview, and they won't even know. So I'm literally I could sit here and talk about my husband for the next ten minutes with you, and they're not listening to a minute of this. But they'll pretend like they listen to my podcast. It's hilarious. <laughs> but it's but it's fine because it's like well who's lying to who? You're not even listening when I'm telling you about my situation. So it's not my fault. And right. I feel like with you, it's not your fault if you're not constantly rubbing it in their face that you have a boyfriend and then they get let down. Because I think one of the things people uh, are drawn to about Funny Honey is that she <clears throat> is very positive, very happy, very chipper. She always wants to see the better or the good side of things, even when I tell her girl bye. Um, and <laughs> and I, I know I am. I'm the little devil on her shoulder that's like, girl, fuck that that's okay y'all need one and um but but that's that's part of her her charm and so what i always see is you a lot of guys will come to your channel shit i've had guys who used to be my followers come to your channel and they're like she's so sweet and then they i i don't know what i can't get into their head so i'm not going to speak for them but i do think that they they feel like you like you, you are so kind to people that sometimes they misinterpret it for you have an interest in them beyond that yeah and how okay so how do you juggle that especially because i know you did a lot of um online dating can we talk about that <laughs> yes i have done a lot of online or i wouldn't even call it dating girl i would just say online shenanigans <laughs> now Shit. can you for the audience can you tell them what apps or whatever services you've used before, so that way they know what we're talking about like so they can know what to avoid <laughs> girl all of them but um no um i've i've you know there's a lot of free dating apps like plenty of fish tinder um uh, bumble um Badu or Babu, I can't remember what that's called. Isn't Timber a uh, Timber? Oh my god, I'm so out of touch. Isn't <laughs> Tinder like a hookup app? I thought it was just a like a hookup app. You know, all the apps are hookup apps. Let's be mm, real. So okay. I I actually did an experiment. So you know, I was all on not all of those sites. I haven't been on Bumble or Badu or Babu, or whatever. But I was on Plenty of Fish. I was on Tinder. But I also paid or I didn't pay. I had my mother <laughs> paid to have a subscription or whatever on membership, whatever you want to call it, on match, match.com. Cause mm-hmm. match also has a free version, but it's really you can't do nothing with that. So she paid for a month and you know, there I, I honestly I see the same guys on every site. And so it doesn't matter if you pay for a membership or you get it free. They're they all want the same thing. They're all it's all the same people on all of those sites. I was just lucky, you know, to find the person I'm with now. And I actually found him on Tinder. Um oh, I didn't yes, know I that. met him. Yeah, I met him on Tinder. When we first started talking, I I was at the point where I was like, you know what, I'm I'm just I'm not I have no expectations. I'm tired of putting myself out there to be like, I want a relationship and you know, you need to treat me as such, you know, 
it's just like okay well, are you What's willing this? to share any of those stories because i didn't want to bring them up unless you were willing to share them because she's got some great dating stories i used to oh live God. she would okay so i've been married for a while i haven't you know i don't my dating story how i met my husband is real simple the same way i met her is the same way i met my husband i met him playing gears of war i know it's ridiculous but that's how that i met him so crazy i love it though oh i, I know <laughs> that's why when people are like oh you're not a real gears fan i'm like honey i fuck real gears fans i married are you one serious? <laughs> I'm like, <fuck> you, <laughs> but but no but i met him playing gears of war and um yeah, and then awesome. it, it blossomed into something that i couldn't control uh but uh <laughs> but but the thing is is that you know being a married person you listen to the dating horror stories of everybody else for me they're entertaining because they're not my stories but you have a lot of juicy ones and one of the ones that stuck out to me the most was okay so there was a few guys you dated and i won't okay, and, 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 and didn't sleep with all of them just met them but let me just say by the way i have a lot of this past i would say like i don't know how many years i've told yeah, I've told you, I've told you a lot of the things. So you already know, like, most of my dating stories. No, I know. <laughs> That's why I, for me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell it for you. But okay, so, so she, she would tell me these stories and I would get the popcorn and I'd be like, girl, no girl bye and then and there's some that are more serious like where you you did get, feel get in your feelings about them so we won't touch on those yeah but then there were these guys these clowns like like okay for instance one of the things you would tell me one of the things that used to horrify me was you would say oh i'm gonna meet this guy a b and c and none of these things were like a dinner or a date it was always these like weird places the guys wanted to meet you so they could just check you out you know yeah. and i would always like no girl that's i don't know about that girl or they want to take you to like starbucks and i'm like well starbucks was my go-to thing because is it a safety like thing it's, it's in public yeah and mm -hmm. and it's not there's no commitment so like if you really didn't wasn't really feeling the person you could leave at any moment it's not like you're stuck having to wait for your dinner and you know whatever you could just go whenever you want honey to go. i've gotten up at the dinner table i'm like i gotta use the bathroom <laughs> exit left <laughs> i wish i had the balls to do that i don't know if i could be that person i would i would love to do that i've only done that twice and i actually had a guy do it to me once believe it or not and he did it because the thing was is he was like oh so we're gonna go back and fuck and i said no i just i literally just met you 20 minutes ago he's like oh for real i'm like yeah so we're sitting there and by the way i don't think he had any money either he was one of those people that like to look like money but you could tell oh, they were God. broke because like the stuff he was ordering at first it seemed like he was being cheap and then i think after he knew he was gonna leave me at the table he ordered all this expensive stuff and honey i'm the best at the, what i do so when he left and the the uh the hostess goes your date just left and i was like oh my god oh my god and they were like, don't worry, we won't charge you anything. You poor thing, blah, blah, blah. Do you want anything? Would you like it to go bag? But I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. That is so funny. Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. And then he had that nerve to text me like two months later. But that's my horror story. Your horror stories are a little bit more recent and a little bit more juicier. Um, so, all right. You use plenty of fish, right? Yes. So explain, just give us like the run through of how a plenty how it works when you were meeting guys on plenty of fish plenty of fish okay so like if so if i liked somebody they have this thing on there where it's they have all the apps nowadays have a thing 
just like Tinder. You swipe right if you like the person, you swipe left if you don't like the person. So Plenty of Fish had the same thing. So I would literally just go to that portion of the app. I wouldn't even like search near me or in my zip code or whatever. And I would just be like, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. No, no, no. Then there was like a hundred no's and like two yeses. So, you know, it's, you go to their page, you see what they're saying. You know, sometimes you get these guys are so fine and handsome, but then you read what they put in their profile and you're like, dude, you are stupid as fuck. Like, do you have an education? Like, do you have, you can tell this person doesn't have a job. They're still living like, um, I actually have a friend who's just like this, but they're still living like they're in high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and see, because I don't know, I don't use those apps, I've never done it, but I've heard the horror stories. Okay, so let's pause on the dating thing, because I'm going to get back into that when we get into your hot five. Um, okay. But, alright, so you and I, were gamers, we're gamer girls, we've been dealing with it for a long time, and, and one of the things that's changed a lot in the... Um, the tapestry of, of gaming is when you and I were starting out on Gears of War 2 on 360 like we mentioned earlier it was funny because I remember guys used to say oh look it's a girl oh is that a girl are you a girl right. is that a girl we don't really hear that that much anymore I mean we still kinda but for the most part you really don't hear that anymore um, I think it's I think thanks to the novelty girl gamer girl scenario that we have now and by the way um on instagram and tiktok they, <laughs> the hashtag uh girl gamer or gamer girl has like honestly like uh upwards of billions of posts so yeah a lot has changed now i don't think most of those girls are authentic gamer girls um i totally agree with that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know and but the thing that i i've noticed hasn't changed no matter if you're either on the mic or whatever the case may be is that there's still a lot of the shaming going on when we're when we're playing with uh men and, and boys where they're like oh you're probably fat you're probably ugly so what i wanted to know from you is how do you handle gaming shaming and and also on Twitch, how do you handle it if you get a troll? Um, well, <clears throat> on Twitch, if somebody's in my chat, you know, being an ass or being inappropriate, usually I'll just time them out, or one of my mods will time them out, um, and then usually they don't come back after that or at least not the same person or maybe it is the same person it's just a different name but um if it's like in game i usually don't get it a lot in my chat but in the actual game when i'm playing that's where i get it the most like i don't know how many times like people call me a bitch just because they're mad because i let them die or what not that i let them die but you know they got themselves killed um or you know whatever they just automatically start hating as soon as they hear a female you know voice they just it's like something in their head clicks and they just turn into an asshole or a mm -hmm. douchebag you know right. and and that's the main place that i see it or i experience it not so much in my stream just because i don't have a big following i don't have a lot of viewers at the, a lot at one time but i have had people come in and like how you know they'll want you to say something live they'll type something and then like a lot of times we read the chat you know just out loud and 
it's like so you have to catch yourself because they want you to say these inappropriate things and so i'm just mm-hmm. like oh, oh yeah okay. i've become like a ninja with that like i see people come in all the time and i don't know if you ever see me do it <clears throat> but like they'll follow me and i'll i'll just look over at the name i'll say thanks for the feeling the nice shape but i don't say their name right away because i take the time to spell it out in my head <laughs> Yes, I do <laughs> You guys are pretty good. You guys, my my nightshade brigade, they catch stuff way faster than I do, and I'll just right. see deleted, removed. I'm like, okay, I don't even want to know. Um, but okay, so you play Gears of well, you used to. That's we're gonna get back to that in a minute. Oh, but we'll yes. get, yeah, but you play Paladins, Overwatch, and Apex. On um, which one of those games do you find the most toxic behavior, especially towards you or women? Um, I would say Overwatch and Apex are tied, but probably more on Apex now. Um, I mean, I've had my fair share on Overwatch, excuse me, as well, but that's just because we've been playing it for what, four or five years now, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I play Apex more now than I than I do Overwatch, I, you know, I experience it more. Um, but a lot of times now is because they can't hear me in game chat. Right. I can I can only talk to people if I'm in a party. So they'll be talking shit about me, but they don't know I can hear them. And so I just uh. I just laugh, you know, because I'm just like these idiots, you know. It's just like they have no poise. It's like you have no respect. You're just talking shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you're talking shit so people can see on stream what kind of person you really are. You know, right. sometimes. I will message them on Xbox privately, not on stream and, you know, and, or they'll message me and then I'll respond or I'll report them off stream, you know, whatever, whatever I need, feel like I need to do. Usually I don't do that on stream. I do that off stream. Um, oh, I do it on stream in front of all of my viewers. I don't Well, <laughs> it's just like on Overwatch and Paladins, you could report somebody in the game, like within two clicks right and apex you can't do that or at least i'm not aware that you can do that so i have to like go and search stream and xbox and it's just a lot so i just don't usually do that on stream well and now the thing is is that not to throw any women under the bus but i mean the wheels on the bus go round and round and here we go um Mm -hmm. the thing is is there's a lot of girls who put us in this situation as well because there's a lot of um i'll throw you under the bus for me i'll make you look bad so i can thrive and so one of the things mm-hmm. I've noticed in the Facebook page groups, and I know you're in a few of the same Facebook groups I'm in, um, where the girls are now posting these pictures, selfies of themselves. And these are girls, some of them Girl. are beautiful. Oh my God. Well, no, I know. Some of them are beautiful. <laughs> some of them are, you're like, what are you doing with a camera in general? But, um, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> but, but then some of them are, just, they're very much sluts, but what they're trying to do is make it seem like they're not. So they'll wear like a turtleneck or a t-shirt or something, but it's very tight and their breasts are front and center, but just covered. And they'll be like, they'll put the new hashtag. This is the new thing they're doing. It's called hashtag fully clothed gamer girl. And they're like, come on, I wear clothes like you deserve a cookie for wearing. Because you're wearing clothes. Right. And then, and what it does is it, it makes this, it draws this line in the sand where basically it's like, Oh, well, look, I have a t-shirt on, but that girl who's wearing spaghetti straps or like you wear a tank top or um, not a tank top. You you get to wear the things I can't wear. Like you wear tube tops. <laughs> so like you you wear a tube top. So you're not fully clothed, but you're not being sexual either. And right. so it's like it, it, it starts creating these um, fractions 
of us where it's like, oh, you're you're not you shouldn't be considered serious as a gamer girl unless you're in a turtleneck and glasses and sitting there and being on your best behavior. And it's like, wait a minute, guys get to sit there looking horrendous. They like say shit. right, they say whatever <laughs> they want, and I mean they say pretty much they go to the limit of breaking the rules and they yes. say and do whatever they want but all of a sudden I have to be a nun so I can play Gears of War or Dead by Daylight it's like that makes no sense it sucks because like we're already a small pool you know be just being women but then we're attacking each other or we're bringing down each other or we're trying to step on everybody or all these other women's heads to get to the top but it's like dude it's like why you know it's like who cares why are you so worried about i mean okay there's one thing you know where somebody's being totally inappropriate you know what i'm talking about on their stream and then there's another no, thing no no where... i don't know what you're talking about please enlighten <laughs> me what do you mean you know okay so i i don't honestly i couldn't even tell you these this person's name if i could i don't even remember but there's i on my front page recommended to me i don't watch a lot of women streamers to be honest i know that probably doesn't sound good but i i it's don't i don't i probably watch about maybe 60 percent male streamers 40 percent women streamers i filter um, women i filter women into my my following very slowly because i like to observe them first and see right. are you are you the the real deal or are you just another phony and not, i don't mean like oh do you really like gaming or not because you have breasts no but but what i mean is like a lot of them just have a real phony personality and they could care less if i'm there they're mostly doing it for just for the men so yep. i like to just filter those girls out and then the girls that i can click with that i like and i'm like oh yeah she's a cool person those are the ones i follow but it takes a you have to sift through a lot so i don't watch a lot of girls either so but go ahead yeah i mean it's sad to say that we you know that we don't but it's just so hard because like you said it's like they're so fake mm -hmm. and it's like I don't want to watch somebody when they're not talking about the game. They're not even really paying attention to what they're playing. They're not even playing it good. Or the and... game is like a tiny screen and they're full screen and they have kitten yeah. ears on. As soon as I see kitten ear headphones, I'm done with you. <laughs> <laughs> if you have kitten ear headphones on, I'm done with you. Like the pink chair I get, I, I can't say anything because I have a pink room. So the pink chair came with it, you know, as part of the deal for having yeah. this room. I'll let that slide, but when I see the kitten ears, I'm like, oh, forget you. you have no personality. You're just trying to fit in with everybody else, and yeah. I'm I'm not interested. But okay, so you were saying there was a girl on your front page that was promoted to yeah. you. She was being recommended to me, and I'm like, why? And she was claiming she was doing belly dancing, and I'm like, okay. I mean, I understand Twitch is not necessarily all about gaming, which when I started doing Twitch, when we first started talking about it, it was all about gaming. I mean, there was, wasn't really much else. I mean, gaming can mean a lot of things. It can mean a board game. It can mean, you know, like cosplay, like begin, like making a cosplay, like that tech, to me, that's still part of gaming. Doing belly dancing has nothing to do with gaming. And it's like, go somewhere else, go to YouTube or something, or- um, I actually saw her belly dancing um, the other day. And it was funny because it was more, dancing with a belly than belly yes. dance <laughs> it was just like it wasn't professional know, belly dancing at all no absolutely not and it you know and 
she was not recommended or excuse me i haven't i've seen her on my recommended twitch more than one time multiple times a lot almost every day how much and, girl <laughs> <laughs> but normally she's wearing like underwear like underwear like mm -hmm. a, like a, a bikini style underwear mm -hmm. and a crop top Right. And for me, I feel like that's inappropriate. I understand there's a time and place to wear those type of things, maybe in the comfort of your own home. You know, oh, when she's in her home, home, and she's very comfortable sitting on the edge of yeah, whatever that couch like thing on, is. You know, on camera, unless like you're selling something else. But um, well, see, you know, I don't even have an issue with that. And I just was saying to oh God, we've, I've talked about this. I think. It's not just the same girl. She's one of a few girls. No, right. About, That's but just an example. No, she's she's a bit. I think the reason that we use her as an example the most is because um, it's a complete farce. It's just this chick who sits in her room. She claims to be belly dancing. 90% of the time, she's just sitting on a chair and she's got the camera angled directly into her cleavage. In her right, and yes. her crotch. And her right. crotch and her boobs. Exactly. Right. And, and so, and because of my own, you know, this is my own issues where I've had problems on Twitch where they're claiming I'm violating things. I'm like, wait a minute, I sit there and I don't do any of that, but I'm violating stuff. It makes zero sense. And so I think. <clears throat> For a lot of people like us who are girls who are gamers, it makes it tough because what ends up happening is guys go to those channels, they see them, then they come to our channels like, oh, so what are you going to show me? And we're like, well, nothing. I'm here to game. That's why she's sitting in her underwear and I'm sitting here in my office. Yeah. You're and supposed to be watching the game that we're playing. Seeing us is just a perk. You know what I'm saying? That's why the camera of us, our picture are so small because you're mm -hmm. supposed to be here watching what we're playing and what, right. or what we're doing. Right. And that's another thing that I noticed is that flipping to the other side of it is that, um, one of the things that happens a lot on Twitch for those of you who might not go, might not be on Twitch, um, is when people go to see a specific channel, um, for instance, the game Overwatch. Most people know what Apex Legends is or Overwatch is. Those are very popular games. Overwatch is a huge sporting event. They play it on mm -hmm. national television, international television, um, like as if it was a soccer game. So, exactly. Yep. So Overwatch is very, very popular. And so what sometimes what will happen is people will come to your channel because they saw that you were playing Overwatch, okay? And then if you decide that you'd like to play something else um those people don't stick around and so it makes it hard yeah. to be a variety streamer such as i am i play three i've i've slimmed it down to three and they're the only three i play and i play three games smite dead by daylight and mortal Kombat. that's it that's all i stream and uh funny honey she used to do a whole bunch of them but for the most part she streams apex overwatch and paladins right and so we're what the industry considers a variety streamer. We do not just pander to one audience. And so it makes it very difficult because um, what a lot of people have grown to do, uh, enjoy is just going to this person's channel every day or multiple times a week and just watching them for hours on end play one game. Do you mm -hmm. ever think that you could be that kind of streamer or do you think you'll always be a variety streamer? I think I'd all, I'll always be a variety streamer because as much as I like to play the same game like repetitively, I, I I will get tired of playing the same game every day. Like 
when me, when Overwatch first came out, me and you played it every day, like every day. And I, you know, I didn't, I didn't get tired of it until like maybe like a year after. And then we started playing, I think Paladins was right like a year after Overwatch. Maybe it was sooner than that, but I remember you introduced me to Paladins and I was like, oh my God, what is this? And then mm -hmm. we started playing it and I was like, oh, this game is fun. It's, it's <laughs> kind of like Overwatch, but it's different. And you know, it's, it's, you know, it's fun. Like I want to keep playing it. And so. Well, I think that's what I puts in... the gamer in gamer girl, which is that it's not, I'm not a, I'm not a smite girl. I'm a gamer girl. You're not a overwatch girl. You're a gamer girl. So right. we like to play multiple games. And sometimes I do feel like we are being punished for that, but I mean, it just, it is what it is. So do you think you'll ever do a 12 or 24 hour stream? Cause I don't think I will. I don't nope. think I'll ever do it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I just, I just, I can't, I can't sit for that long. I can't look at a screen for that long. My, I'll, I'll get a headache. You know, I'll just, I don't know. I'll probably start getting delusional. I don't know. I just, well, I can't. a friend of ours, a friend of ours, Atachi, he did, uh, I guess what was it called like a marathon stream so basically what those are is um, the they have like this like point system set up where depending on how much money you tip or how much bits you tip or whatever if you how many subs they get it extends the stream a certain amount of time and so he ended up starting his stream at you know I don't know we'll just say eight in the morning but it went to like six at night because the, as long as people kept giving money or buying a sub or whatever the case was, then it extended his time online. So he just never knew when he was going to be getting off. I don't think I could do that. No, I mean, maybe if I had the following and, and, you know, a, a steady amount of, of viewers mm -hmm. consistently like that, I, I, I might, I probably would do like six hours max. Well, they say strangers hours. show up for those marathon streams that they show up. I actually, I did go to Itachi stream that day for a little while, not that long, maybe 30 minutes. And. You know, I was amazed to actually see that a lot of people were cheering hundreds of bits, you know, to try and get him to stay on. And I don't remember, you know, how long he actually stayed on because I couldn't stay that long. I think long, he was but... on for like six to eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, he him. would know better. I mean, I'm sure he's listening yeah. like, no! <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Itachi. <laughs> yeah, we do. I just, I had to use him as an example because he's the only person like we both know. Um, yeah. that I could use an example, but okay. So getting back to the games we're talking about. So one of the things I was, uh, discussing on my live podcast on Twitch, it was something I was experimenting with was, um, dead franchises trying to, you know, reestablish themselves. So mm -hmm. one of the franchises that you and I, we've mentioned throughout this entire conversation is gears of war. And so you and I, we play gears one, gears two, gears three judgment, even though people don't like it. I like judgment. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I like judgment. Um, you know, it had its flaws, but you know, so does everything else. Um, mm -hmm. and then, and then gears four came out and, um, skipping over ultimate gears four came out and I wasn't impressed with it, but when they made the patches they needed to make, I think it was like a year after it came out, it was playable and we played it and we had a good time and we both streamed it and we had really good viewers. Like I remember I used to get somewhere like 30 to 50 viewers just streaming gears and mm -hmm. I'd have like my whole gears. I remember I used to do, um, 
what was it like lollipops and sh- and nashers or something? I can't remember the name of it, but it was something like that. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I used to have the, all the blow yeah. pops. Okay, God, that was like so embarrassing. But so, but the point is, is like we did support Gears of War, but now it's Gears Five, and I was t- saying this on my podcast, not you, not me not the like 10 15 other people we used to steadily circle you know siphon out different group teams we played with a good like 20 other people for years on gears of Mm -hmm. war none of us play gears of war none of us and we're hardcore you are like you were loyal like you were just hanging on by a thread Girl, I, I still have love for them. I still have my I still have my Gears of War um, blanket on my chair that I use, that. you know, every day. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I'm always going to love Gears of War. I just wish that they... But this one isn't Gears of War. It's Gears yeah, 5. Yeah, it's Gears. Right. Right. Just because, you know, it's a new... They rebranded it. Brand. The... Yeah, right. And I just... It's... It still has some feels of Gears, Gears of War, but it's different at the same time. It's like, it's hard to say unless you really know and you really played all the Gears games. What I was saying on the podcast was, I think that they should let it die. I think that they made a huge mistake when Xbox One came out. I think they should have did what Resident Evil is currently doing and how they've completely remastered them, made them look brand spanking new but also updated them so they were better fitted in the time i think that they would have been it would have served them better to do it that way because if they had were they would have been on gears 3 right now like coming into 2020 2021 they could have did gears 3 and they would have had just as many sales they would have kept the interest of everybody and they'd keep us streaming it until they figured out a better way to to address the franchise going into this new xbox that's coming out but i mean i i wanted to get from another from one gears head to another do you think that they should just continue down this road with what they've been doing or do you think they should just scrap it and just start from the beginning of the original this is what i wish from gears is for them to remake and remaster all the gears starting from gears one and specifically putting it out for xbox one not where it's a 360 game but you can play it on xbox one because it's just it's a horrible it's just not playable that would be amazing like i would just i would love that i would love for them to redo gears two and three specifically those are my favorite gears so that we can play it now and stream it and and play multiplayer and replay the campaign and all that and and just everything's the same just you know what do you what do you think what do you think it did did the franchise in what do you think like when you look at it and you're like this is why i'm not playing it what's the one thing that makes you stop playing um that's a very good question honestly a big part of why i've stopped playing you know the way the game plays it's a lot different it's not the same and not only that i've had a lot of problems with it i've had a lot of problems trying to play it online i've had a lot of problems trying to stream it online and so it just makes it more of a hassle than anything to actually just play that game you know and i think that's one of the big factors of me not playing it right now well one of the major factors for me why i stopped playing games and you know this because i stopped playing gears and i stopped playing overwatch and now 
I'm pretty much about to stop playing Paladins is greed. <laughs> greed is my major issue with these companies because with the battle passes and the loot boxes and the grind to mm -hmm. get skin, you know, the, the the one thing I hate about pretty much all the games now is that there's no Forget the fact that there's no story mode, because that's the other thing that's happened. There's literally oh no story God. mode in most of these. I mean, Gears right. Five had a story mode, granted, but for the a lot of these other games, there's no story mode. But forget that. This isn't even about the game anymore. It's about who's got the newest skin, who's got the mm -hmm. newest DLC, who has the newest whatever from the battle pass, right? And so my issue is. I'm just done trying to grind these battle passes or put money into them for nothing because like you said to me we were talking on the phone or something <laughs> you said to me <laughs> that it was absurd how paladins had these like 60 day battle passes and they just kept coming and keep coming and keep coming and it's just about selling us new clothes to wear and costumes to wear and that's really it there's really no mm -hmm. there's nothing there there's no content and so Going forward, if you do, you see yourself <clears throat> purchasing more games that are just stripped down to just here's the players, here's the battle pass, and that's it. Or, or are you gonna try to search out more games that have a little bit more content? Um, yeah, I mean, I prefer games that have a story mode or a campaign mode. Um, I really enjoy, you know seeing what the story is all about in that game um but i also enjoy multiplayer i love playing on a team against other people I, that just is fun for me um but i do wish that you know specifically overwatch i don't understand why they didn't have a campaign for that like i just that would have been they would they had potential to have an amazing campaign i mean there's so many backstories. They practically have a campaign, you know, on, on YouTube, YouTube. All their videos. <laughs> right. if you made a compilation of them, but you know, to actually play a campaign will be amazing. And I really hope they do that in, in Overwatch too. And, and I'm really, even though I'm, I don't play Overwatch as much anymore, I'm really hoping that it has that because I am gonna buy it. I just, you know, I'm just hoping and praying that there's a campaign. I mean, I, I'm not the only one. I've heard it. a lot of people express the same feelings about the campaign and Overwatch, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like when there's more game modes. So than just like two or three, like King of the Hill or TDM, like, you know, I like to have more options. I mean, that's one thing I guess that Call of Duty has is they have a lot of different game modes. They have a battle royale, they have a zombies, they have a campaign, they have a multiplayer that like 10 different multiplayer versions. So they're smart. They have a lot. Funny, of honey, champion for <laughs> champion for uh, Call of Duty. I know, and I don't even play it that much. <laughs> That's it's, what I'm it's, just, it's I would play it more if it wasn't so fast paced and like you're alive, you're dead. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if it wasn't so. I don't. I don't, just, I don't not, play it because there's a level. new one every year. That's the only yeah. reason I don't. Because for me, I don't like the throwaway games. I like to be invested in a game. I like to fall in love with the characters. I like to be in that world for a couple of years, if not four or five years. So that's why I don't play Call of Duty. It's not that I don't like it. I just it's just it's, it's clearly to the I industry. Mean, it's a it's throwaway hard game. To keep up. Right. Yeah, it's it's always a new up. one. Yeah. So in the future of gaming seems to be VR. Um, one of the games oh, <laughs> one of the games that's coming out 
this later this year, <clears throat> it's tentatively coming out later this year, is Cyberpunk, and I cannot wait to play it. Unfortunately, they said there wasn't going to be any VR in it, which I was really looking forward to seeing Keanu Reeves in 3D and VR. Um, <laughs> however, do you see yourself in the future playing games strictly VR? Because I, I want to play games VR, but I have vertigo issues. I don't know if I could do it. And I'm also scared to be that immersed where I'm tapped out of reality. So I don't know if I would do it, but what do you think? Um, I don't think I would do it. Um, I think that... I just don't think I would enjoy it. I think I would probably get dizzy and it would feel funny. It would make me like woozy and I don't know. I'm, maybe I'll break something because I'll run into my TV or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> well, um, people do it on Twitch. They film themselves. I'm like, oh, hell no. I am not embarrassing myself like that. Right. Because that's, I mean, that yeah. is the schadenfreude of it. People watch because they want to see you like trip, fall. You know, they're, ho- they're waiting yeah. for that. They like to see you with the math, the the thing covering your eyes and you're just walking around looking silly so I mean yeah I mean I'm not I mean if you know me I don't when it comes to like electronics and stuff I don't follow those type of trends I don't I don't buy the newest Xbox or the newest VR or the newest whatever controller or headset or whatever unless I have to I, even with my phone I don't buy the newest phone unless I have to buy a new phone or whatever so I just I take my own pace at that type those kind of things and who knows maybe I'll try it maybe my boyfriend will buy a VR and, and he'll be playing it and I'll try it and I'll like it I don't know but I, I don't see myself going out of my way to go purchase a VR system and actually play it or even stream it well speaking of the newest things um so i just started well it's not okay for everybody else it's already like oh my god it's been out for like a year or two but for me (laughs) i just started being on tiktok and i have to tell you you know i was telling people you know when i was streaming it i was like okay i i literally streamed you can go to my channel and can nightshade on twitch and you can see the live podcast i did on a friday uh, in March and um, I basically signed up for it the day before and then I made my very first post live on my stream and it's just as embarrassing as you could imagine and <laughs> and but but now that I've been on it for a few days um, you know the thing about it is my the best way I can explain it is it's like peering into hell <laughs> I know that sounds like really dark, oh but God. it is. When you turn that that app on, it is the most vapid um, face of society in a downward spiral I've ever seen in my phone. And I have Instagram. It is <laughs> it's Instagram on acid, and it's mm-hmm. just people lip syncing uh, to like clips of movies and, and and it's like couples dancing and children dancing and your dentist dancing with his ner- uh, dental assistants in the hallway and uh, <laughs> Will Smith d- doing weird things for two seconds and like celebrities you've grown up with JLo it's insane so we're going in this direction where it's like it doesn't it seems like the video games don't need content uh, to be famous you don't need to have any talent um, to, mm-hmm. to, you know, to, it just seems like everything is just becoming just a surface, a surface thing. So I wanted to ask you, you're on Instagram, you and I are friends on Snapchat. Do you think you'll be joining me in the pits of hell of TikTok? <laughs> um, no, 
I I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I ever download TikTok, uh, TikTok, TikTok on my phone, mm-hmm. it would just be as a viewer, not as a TikToker or whatever they call themselves. I have to tell you, I don't know if anybody else listening feels this way or, or felt this way the first time down there. I'm, I've never been intimidated by an app. I've never been intimidated by a lot of things. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do because the way I feel looking at this app, it's not like doing Instagram or Facebook. On there, you just post yourself or whatever. You know, you, some people just do persona, whatever. That's fine. But on, on there, it's a very monkey see, monkey do thing. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's like, oh, did you do the JLo challenge yet? Did you do the this challenge? Yet? It's all challenges. Oh my God, so many challenges. And I'm just like, I can't like I don't that's not me so I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna retain myself and be in these this new world and I think it's important because and this circles us back to to what you do online I think you've done a beautiful job and I want to tell you this my friend for all to hear of retaining retaining who you are and not letting the internet change you so you can have some sort of um, you know, fame and fortune through Twitch or Instagram. I think you said, look, this is who I am. Take me or leave me, like me or love me or hate me. And, and I think that a lot of people do. So for those of you that would like to like her and love her, why don't you tell everybody, um, where they can find you, give them all the social accounts you want, um, random strangers to know, not just regular people. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and then we're going to get into your hot five, but go ahead, promote yourself. Go for it. Um, you can find me on Twitch. Um, I stream Sunday through Wednesday every week um, at uh, the Funny Honey, and that's one N in funny. And same as my Instagram, same as Twitter. It's the same name for all three. Um, I don't have any other. I don't have any other um, um, social medias. Oh, I am on Discord, but I don't have my own Discord. I just follow other people's Discord. So yes, she's um, in the Nightshade Brigade. You can always join yes. the Nightshade Brigade. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. And and you have a YouTube. Oh yeah, I, you know, it's so funny you said that. I somebody asked me the other day. They're like, "When are you gonna do another vlog?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Probably the next time I go on vacation or something." Because that's see, I think that would be good when for I you. Camera. Yeah, I think the one thing I noticed that people do on TikTok. I'm trying to get around TikTok is that they have a lot of stuff with couples and you and your boyfriend are very interesting couple you guys have a very interesting dynamic on camera for sure and Mm -hmm. um i'm sure you could make that work on there because if you guys ever check out her youtube which is also the funny honey um if you check out her her youtube channel right i did change the name of my youtube to the funny honey thank mm-hmm. you for reminding me thank you for saying that i totally <laughs> forgot I don't she she has <laughs> well she has vlogs on there where she does um like um clothes where you guys are like showing all the mm-hmm. clothes you guys got in a haul and yeah. he was in it you were in it and and so yeah you guys check her out the funny honey one n in funny and um are you ready for your hot five now i think so Okay, so we were talking about dating earlier. <laughs> I said, okay. Oh, <laughs> and one of the, the stories I really, really, really want you to share, and you could just do a short version of it, is there was a guy that you were dating, and you met him on, I think, Plenty of Fish, but you could correct me if I'm wrong, and he had just gotten out of prison. Yes? Yes. Okay, just give us the be- as much as you want to tell about that story. Just a little quick two-minute story, please. So people can know um, what it's like to date a guy just out of prison. Yeah, so I was dating him for about two minutes. Um, and <laughs> met him. Yes, I did meet him on Plenty of Fish. 
Um, I didn't know he had just got out of prison until I met him in person. Uh, we met at a Starbucks and very handsome, very good looking. His, you know, physique was great. The way he dressed was great. He smelled great, all that. Um, but, you know, once he told me that, I was kind of like, oh, okay. And you, and then, you know, you don't know if you should ask him why he was locked up or, you know, if that's appropriate or not. Definitely so, should ask him that. <laughs> I did ask him that. I honestly can't even remember what he said. I want to say it was like Grand Theft Auto or some shit like that. I don't Fabulous. know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I tried to date him because I didn't want to just be like, I'm not dating you because you went to jail. Like I was trying to be open because he was really nice he was very he was a good sweet talker he knew all the things to say once i got to know him i realized there wasn't much to him you know he didn't have a job obviously he was borrowing people's cars and you know he he just wanted to come to my house he didn't want to go out on dates and he didn't really want to do the whole dating thing um what why did you end up breaking up because i know that there was something about him that you said was off and you're like forget i'm done with him and i can't remember what it was um honestly i just i think i purposely forgot some of these details of Mm -hmm. the men that i've dated there was nothing more to him than his looks and and the way he you know his sweet talk i mean he was just a good boy toy then yeah, he wasn't, there was nothing else. He had nothing else going for him. And and then I later found out he, you know, had a baby mama or a wife or ex-wife or some shit. And I'm just Ooh, like, no. ew, okay. So I'm pretty sure that's probably who he was staying with when he got out of prison. And, you know, you, you just can't trust a lot of people. And, you know, that, I learned that the hard way sometimes. Well, and you know what's so funny is that with people, when you're dating, it's I've tried my best to avoid dating guys who have kids. And I know people get offended by that. But I, I did date a couple guys that had kids. And I was just like, it was always a nightmare because it was always about the baby's mama. I'm like, I ain't got, listen, that's your problem. Like, you should work on it. I'm like, I don't got time for this. <laughs> so I just like try yeah. to avoid that as much as I can. But I think yeah. that, well, no, I was just going to say, but I think that if in the future, for any reason, I was dating again, I probably would go for an older guy with older kids like grown yeah because then it's like okay you have kids we don't have to do this conversation about kids because i i'm back and forth about whether or not i want to have a full-blown family i've had i've you know i've been in situations where i thought it was about to happen um but you and i we're both you know we don't have to worry about diaper and nobody we don't have no kids to take to school in the morning so that's one of the things we talk about we enjoy very much we don't judge people who have kids but they certainly don't mind judging us Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to ask you, what is one of the things, this is your second hot question, by the way. Okay. What, what is one of the things that people with kids say to you that annoys you the most? Because I know one um, for me. <laughs> the main thing is, I mean, I love kids. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love and adore kids. But mm-hmm. when I meet people who really don't know me and don't know that I, I love kids and all that, they will be like, you'll understand when you have kids or mm. you don't, you don't know what I'm talking about because you don't have any kids. Right. You know, right. it's like, no bitch, I do know what you're talking about. Thank you very much. Cause I'm human. Okay. No, especially when there's like a, like a mass shooting or kids get shot at school and like, no, as a mother, as a father. And I'm like, okay, as a person, I 
understand. Like, just because right. I didn't, I don't have I'm him. human too. Yeah. Like, come on. But I used to always say, because you know how, like, oh, you're in high school, you you knew a bunch, you know, all these people, and then you, like, 10, 20 years later, you see them on Facebook, and like, oh, let's be friends, blah, blah, blah. Then they have kids and all stuff, or you be like, oh my God, right out of high school, you had a kid? Like, you know, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I know how to not to get pregnant. Like, I know how to prevent that. Like, you don't. I was like... I'm thinking of you know, all the different dirty ways you knew how not to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of them, yes. <laughs> but it's just funny. It's just like, I'm sorry, I know how to not get pregnant. It's like, don't, don't, don't judge me. I should be judging you because you're the one who got pregnant at 17 or 18 or whatever. So, like, it's just this weird insulting thing that happens, but I will move on and say and hope that you have a different answer to the next question because we already know we don't want this to be a thing but what is one thing in the world right now that you wish wasn't a thing i would say racism but i don't want to sound cliche um but that's really really i really don't want that to be a thing because i i don't for me i'm in a um mixed race relationship or whatever you want to call it, having mm-hmm. those many things you can call it, right. um, interracial, whatever. blended family. Um, right. I got jungle fever or whatever you want to call it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Jungle gene. Um, okay. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I see it all the time on both sides. I mean, in my own family, um, in guys that I've dated family against me. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's really a sensitive thing and and it's sad that it's still a thing you know and it's just like we're all humans we all have the same parts on the inside well most people um and it's just like why why does it matter the color of our skin or you know where it came from or whatever but it's just like i mean that's really one of the things and 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 the coronavirus. I wish that wasn't a thing. But. I am so glad you just said that because your <laughs> your fourth hot question, since we are deep in the throngs of the coronavirus, is if it really was the end of the world, what would you be the one thing you'd want to do before the world ended? Um, I would say I'd want to get married. Um, I'd want to spend all my money on a vacation for my whole family so we can go there and just die all together, I guess. Um, yeah, that's probably it. I mean, I don't really need anything. I don't really, you know, have a hunger for anything besides like traveling and, and family stuff, you know, family oriented stuff. That's fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So, well, you know, hopefully we won't have to worry about that. But my final <laughs> hot question for you, Funny Honey, is what is your life about? Oh, my life. Wow. Um, you know, it is a short way to put it. I would say my life is mainly about being comfortable and being happy. Um, I don't like to live a stressful lifestyle. I, I, I try to do as much as I can to, you know, to be happy and to make other people around me happy and, and just you only live once. And I feel like I need to, for myself, for my family, for my friends, just stay happy. I mean, there's so much bad stuff going on in the world. Like, it's just sad. And I don't, I don't want that to poison, you know, the way I live my life, I guess you can say. I said this before and I'll say it again. She's about positivity and happiness. And if you guys want to get to know her, check out the funny honey, one N and funny. (laughs) Check her out on Instagram, Twitch, 
and on YouTube. Thank you, Funny Honey, for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. And I'm so honored. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have you again because we have so much to cover. We're we're longtime friends, so we barely like scraped the surface of the yeah, kind of we things. Yeah, we talk for days. We talk for days. Yes. <laughs> but yes, so I appreciate you being here. And thank you everybody for listening. And until the next time, remember, keep it hot.